well-known leaker, uh, which is just a really funny phrase. Um, states that the I don't recent... know if I'd want to be a well-known leaker. Yeah. What... <laughs> sounds. Sounds. Uh, is that on his resume? Sounds moist. Bio or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Xander. And I'm Kim. And you're listening to Geek Prime. Today we are talking gaming, and while that's not my personal forte, our very own Master Chief, Xander, has the skinny on what everyone's been talking about, so let's dive right in and kick it off in the PC world. So why PC? Uh, despite all the buzz around the PS5, publications like Tech Radar are saying things like, forget PS5, Xbox Series X, and Switch, the PC is the best place to play. And I want to know what the big to-do is all about. The NVIDIA RTX 3080 looks like it's going to be a game changer. It's taken over all the headlines when it comes to PC gaming. Uh, Forbes says it takes PC gaming to new heights. Polygon says that with the RTX 3080, it's time to get into PC gaming. And The Verge says that 4K PC gaming finally makes sense. So I know that our audience might know uh, a little more about computer architecture and, uh, and, and gaming, but just in case, I just want to, you know, Get a few basic terms out of the way. Um, the the RTX 3080 is essentially a supercharged GPU, a graphics processing unit. So for not hardcore gamers like like you, Kim, like me, <laughs> uh, imagine the the CPU, the central processing unit in your computer, and how it powers your computer. It allows it to think essentially. Got it. Uh, most computers have a graphics card that is not really powerful just renders enough for most users like lets you see your applications and all that uh, maybe play minesweeper or solitaire or something uh, a gpu is like having a second processor specifically for your games it's like having a, a game cpu they've got processors on the card cool um and it renders environments a lot faster and is just a dedicated piece of machinery to make your game run as smoothly as possible so the 3080 uh has 8,704 of these CUDA cores, uh, which allow it to read a ton of data from anywhere in the memory really fast. You've heard of like quad cores yeah. and like eight core processors. This thing has um, 8,000, more than 8,000 of, of these of these NVIDIA cores uh, that allow it to just do a lot of stuff at the same time. Uh, and it just makes your games render with amazing latency. It also comes with 10 gigs of memory. And remember, memory is not the same as storage. Storage is your hard drive where you keep your files. Memory is where the computer puts information it needs to call up quickly, which is the RAM. Uh, so all that memory is going to is gonna store information to render 8K video environments. And it supports up to four screens of gaming. Uh, it can also render VR environments for all those Oculus gamers. Cool. So this was a big shopping event. Yes. Uh, Newegg sold out within five minutes, and there were incredible lines at the physical retailers. Here's the thing. A lot of people figured out that bots were buying up a, a lot of the units off of, off of Newegg, off of, especially off of NVIDIA's site, uh, to, to resell at super marked up prices. Well, if there's a group that you don't want to piss off, it's gamers. So... Uh, several very intrepid gamers figured out how to fight back and they created their own bots that would then make eBay uh, 
usernames would bid against each other to inflate these prices incredibly. Some as high, I saw as high as $60,000 for, for one of these, uh, for one of these GPUs and no intention to buy. So they would, they Can would you do, do this. That? I didn't know you well, could your, do that. Well, your, your username gets banned, but if you're, if it's a bot if it's and a, a bot, throwaway it username, it then yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, so they were basically like scamming these, these sellers Amazing. and there was this big campaign. Hey, nobody buy a 3080 from eBay. We're trying to like make these people, we're trying to punish these people for taking advantage of us. Uh, so then the auction ends. Yeah. The, the, the bot abandons that shell account that it used and the seller just never gets paid. And the, you know, they still got all this inventory sitting there. So a lot of, uh, a lot of internet warfare going on. It's amazing. So now with all the fanfare around the, um, RTX 3080, what do we know about the RTX 3090? Yeah. So the 3080 came out last week. The 3090 came out, uh, yesterday morning. Uh, we're recording this on Friday. Um, it has, uh, 10,496 cores and 24 gigs of memory. Yeah. Which sounds way more powerful. Uh, Unfortunately, leaked testing data showed that the 3090, which cost twice as much as the 3080, only clocked in about 5% to 10% better performance. So a uh, little, little disappointing there, but, um, you know, $1,500, I expect a little more from my graphics processing unit. But Yeah. So, yeah, I know the big critique, and you kind of touched on it already, was that it was hard to purchase. Um, so I was reading something about people getting an out-of-stock notice before it even went on sale. So there's a lot of – there seems to be a lot of frustration around that. Yeah, yeah. Both these NVIDIA launches were a bit of a bust for a lot of your average gamers that are just trying to get their hands on some good GPUs. Yeah. And also, at least, you know, as far as the 3090 is concerned um, – it's extremely expensive, like you like you said, and it's it's also physically large. Seems to be a a, yes, a critique. Yes, they are pretty big. Um, but I mean, it does boast the best GPU performance on the market. Uh, excellent cooling performance, among many other benefits, according to Tech Radar. So I guess we'll just have to see. I will say I'm excited also for AMD's new uh, GPU, which they teased. Uh, you could go to their Fortnite island and oh. <laughs> see a rendering of their GPU. So they're trying. They're trying to kind of uh, outdo NVIDIA by uh, by pulling people in. So, Interesting. so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if so, they have a better launch than than NVIDIA did. Yeah, and if you're a hardcore gamer and you get your hands on either one of the NVIDIA um, products, then let us know how it is. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Hit us up on social. Yeah, and what games you're playing on it. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's talk about consoles. Uh, like you said at the top, the, the PS5 is obviously big news. Uh, and other than looking like a character from Wally, we do know that it's a big improvement on the PS4. It's got an AMD Zen processor, and it has that gives it 8K output, uh, 3D audio, and and 4K video at 120 frames per second. That's really clear, beautiful 4K video. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, and it also we found out can uh, it comes with an 825 gigabyte solid state drive and SSD. Uh, so those are a lot faster and more responsive than your traditional hard drives, which are designated HDDs. Uh, the HDD is what you think of when you hear a computer kind of like grunting or clicking uh, when you're moving a lot of big files. I know when you hear me using my uh, my eight terabyte external hard drive yeah. the, uh, grinding, that is 
Uh, that, that's the data being written to the little magnetic pallets. Um, it, if you've ever taken apart an old hard drive, it's the little plates inside. Um, that's an HDD. A solid state drive uh, is electronic. It Sectors are essentially turned on and off to access memory, so it's a lot, a lot faster. Um, and uh, and Sony also says that the PSVR equipment that a lot of people bought for their PlayStation 4s will be compatible with the PS5, so you don't have to Sweet. replace all your peripherals if you're an early upgrader. Yeah, I, I remember, um, so here in New York, where we're based out of, we used to, pre-COVID, um, have this thing called Sony Sony Square, I believe. Is it by mm. Madison Square Park? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, it was really cool. Um, it was basically where you could demo everything Sony, including PlayStation yes. uh, VR. It's where I got my first sort of hands-on experience with PlayStation VR and a bunch of the games that they had. And I absolutely loved it. Like I said, I am not um, a gamer. I for My brain can't accurately tell my fingers what to do in a short enough amount of time for me to be any good at gaming. But uh, when it came to VR, I found out that I had a, a little bit of a knack for VR gaming. I mean, when I'm using my own body um, to control the characters, I, I feel like so much more comfortable with that. Um, so I, I absolutely loved it. Fell in love with Beat Saber. was like, the, I could have played that for the whole day. I could have just stayed there the whole day playing Beat Saber. That was super fun. There was like a shooting game that I don't even remember um, that was super fun. So um, Yeah, our, our editor-in-chief, uh, Deshaun, has a... Uh, the the VR for PlayStation Four, and uh, I was over at his house uh, last year, and uh, and he he picked up Doom uh, because he knows that oh, I that I am a huge Doom so fan, rad. and uh, but I'm also uh, I'm mostly an Xbox player. I'm not I'm not at all like a, a top tier gamer, but I uh, the you know I usually buy Xboxes and sometimes and every other Nintendo system essentially. Uh, but, um, he was trying to get me to get the, uh, the PlayStation. So he picked up doom and then he let me play doom in VR. And, uh, and I almost destroyed his living room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. It was, it was great. Um, so, uh, so we, we will likely be, uh, be getting, a a PlayStation five and PS VR as our, as our next upgrade. Yeah. So stay, stay tuned. For, yeah. We'll let you know how it is for more. Um, and there's no doubt like Sony's console will outsell the Xbox series X by what we think is going to be a pretty large margin. A lot of that has to do with exclusive games like Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. I mean, we got a first playthrough a couple of weeks ago, which like the which, internet can't stop talking about. Yeah, which insane. Um, in some in some very recent news, uh, Xbox uh, Microsoft seems to be fighting back. They purchased Bethesda, which produces a ton of hugely popular games, uh, and so there'll likely be some Xbox exclusives from Bethesda. Hmm. So the uh, the console wars are. They're heating up. Yeah. They're heating up, but I think it's going to be good for gamers. Yeah. Well, so there's a really interesting article because, I mean, yes, my, like, yes, I want the PlayStation 5. Yes, I want it. I, I want the VR um, capabilities and, and the game. Um, yes, I want to play Spider-Man Miles Morales. I mean, I freaking love Miles Morales. Like, he is, like... I'm sorry, like, I know everyone loves the OG Spider-Man, but, like, he, when when he arrived on the scene, I was like, this is my Spider-Man. <laughs> like, he's, he's my Spider-Man. And I, I, and the playthrough just looked insane. 
just so good. It looked like a movie it, in, yeah. in and of itself. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm so psyched to play that. But um, I did read a really interesting article um, from Forbes claiming that a narrative of Sony and PS5 as anti-consumer is starting to take shape. Um, so I want to know what that was all about. Um, and I found out that it has to do with the upcoming release of Spider-Man Mor- Miles Morales, which can be bundled with a PS5 remaster of the original Spider-Man. So sounds great, right? Except that PS5 is not offering or does not have a free or cheap upgrade path as part of this bundle, unlike Xbox and its smart delivery upgrades, which are free upgrades of last-gen games to next-gen. So even Xbox kind of took advantage of the situation because people are pissed about that um, to troll PS5 a little on Twitter with a how-to thread uh, um, that only had one direction, which was basically just buy the game. Um, So I thought that that was really fun. That was a little snarky jab at them um but the more i read about this the more confused i got because there's the other side of the coin which are the playstation fans who are actually proud that sony was making games specifically for ps5 who are now annoyed because um both miles morales and horizon forbidden west are also coming to ps4 which begs the question why am i buying a ps5 yeah that it's 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 a very weird like very weird release schedule um uh, yeah it, it it would be like releasing 360 games yeah right now so i'm gonna let you guys talk that out amongst yourselves but um i just you know i think that I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye on the controversy i think it's really interesting sort of these two sides kind of at war with each other um and then you know where the xbox series x comes in so let's yes. talk about the xbox series and, x and i should clarify that um uh when i said earlier that that microsoft bought bethesda they actually bought bethesda's parent company zenimax mm-hmm. uh but so they essentially they purchased bethesda but they bought the parent company of bethesda and bethesda makes games like elder scrolls um fallout uh star trek legacy which i loved um but uh but yeah so let's let's go to the xbox series x so it is uh, i mean it's it's high price and low price uh console are about the same as the uh as the ps5 uh the series x is gonna be 499 dollars the series s um which obviously a little less powerful uh doesn't have a disc drive uh costs 299 so one big thing is the storage. Um, a long time ago, there was this there was this console. It was called the Xbox 360, and any <laughs> gamer time. could plug <laughs> a thumb drive or an external hard drive into the USB port and store expanded game data. Uh, we used to do that a ton, like uh, you know when our when our hard drives would fill up, we'd you know uh, you know Deshaun and I and our our, our friend Mike uh, back in college, we would just plug a plug a hard drive in and that's where we keep all our halo map packs and you know everything else um so that was a simpler time now with the series x uh and the series s you'll need to buy a proprietary storage device which at the moment is priced about the same as a brand new series s uh so you can run older generation games like classic xbox Xbox 360, Xbox One game data on a standard hard drive, and you can store Series X game data on a traditional hard drive, but you can only play the Series X games if you have this NVMe 4.0 rated hard drive. Uh, Right now, there's just uh, the one made by Seagate uh, that costs 
$219. Uh, now, for the good news, it the Xbox Series X is compatible with, with selected games from all the console generations. But the thing is, you have to, when you know, if you get the Series X and you put the disc in, you have to download them uh, to your to your console, just like you did with Xbox One, making that expanded storage all the more important and making it more difficult if you have a huh. disc that you want to play, but you get the Series S and there's no disc drive, you are stuck. So. <laughs> SOL. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I do know that the Xbox uh one the xbox series x um is being compared to high-end equipment in the pc space so fans are really excited about the hardware and the power um in this particular console um as far as the controller um ours technica actually got their hands on an xbox series x and noted that there's um extra plastic framing around the d-pad which they seemed real the reviewer seemed really happy with I, I don't think it matters to me very yeah. much um but that reviewer really really liked the extra plastic there um uh, and then there's a share button right smack in the middle that wasn't there before yeah and i actually want to you made a very uh very fortuitous little uh little slip up there calling it the xbox one x you are not the only one to make that mistake so <laughs> good <laughs> some some twitter users noticed that amazon's sales of xbox one x which is the console we have sitting right over there on underneath our television it's not the newest generation xbox it's not the series x it's the xbox one x plenty of gamers apparently made a mistake and because it's the xbox one x is the old one xbox series x is the new one Sales on Amazon for the Xbox One X shot up 747%. Oh, no. And I think a lot of people think that they were pre-ordering the newest generation when really they were buying the current generation. And uh, and just going to be another way that, uh, as you said at the top, PS5 is going to outsell Series X is you oh, can't no. you can't name it that close. I know you got to change actually... something at the at the end of the name. You can't like the like the PlayStation does. You can't you know can't change something in the middle. You it's, can't uh, they just continue the naming convention? Can they just call it like the Xbox Two? Two? Well, yeah, it's <laughs> uh, not really the naming convention. I mean, that was the joke when uh, everyone was saying that the Xbox One was going to be the Xbox uh, Seven Twenty because it was the Xbox then Three Sixty. The, 360 oh, plus ha, ha. 360 is 720. Uh, they yeah they like changing the name of the console every time. So I don't know what after Series X. Microsoft, what are you doing? So yeah, so it's it's Xbox, it's 360, it's One, and it's Series. Those are the names. So and we have no idea what the next one's going to be called. And... Uh, yeah yeah, it, you know they're going to start going to uh, the Android operating system yeah. naming convention. You know, Ice cream. Be, yeah, yeah, the Xbox Marshmallow. <laughs> cool. So let's talk about the launch game. What's it going to be? So that's the saddest part for me. So Destiny 2 is going to be this console's flagship game, not Halo Infinite. There have been a lot of issues with Halo Infinite, and it's even looking like it will not at all be available for Xbox One, which means you have to buy a Series X or a Series X to play it which is very sad for me because if I want to play Halo Infinite, that means I have to shell out another 500 bucks for another system. So let's talk about something that's going to make me happy, which is the Nintendo Switch. 
so the big event for Nintendo was the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity event. Uh, it's The game is a prequel for the wildly successful Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And from just looking at the file size, we can tell it is an even bigger game, which Breath of the Wild was hugely expansive and just such a great, felt like an open world game. Uh, and so just, you know, I'm excited for Age of Calamity. Um, I'm a big Legend of Zelda fan, and I and I just thought Breath of the Wild was was one of the most fun games I've ever played. Uh, in in Age of Calamity, we'll get to see the fall of Hyrule, which we got teasers for in the Breath of the Wild flashbacks that that Link has. Uh, we'll also um, we'll also get to play as Princess Zelda, who is usually unplayable. So that's that's a fun that's awesome. That's gonna be a fun thing that uh, that we're gonna get to do. Uh, and it's going to be a big year and a half, two years for Zelda fans. Not only do we get Hyrule Warriors, but you can pre-order the Switch edition of Skyward Sword, which was one of the best Zelda games ever made. Um, it, it originally came out for Wii, and it was just, it was incredible. It's uh, it's the very, in, in the Zelda in-game chronology, it's the very first game. It takes place, you know, thousands of years in in Hyrule's past, uh, and it's just, it's gorgeous to look at, and just a lot of fun, uh, and I will bet you some small, negligible amount of money that it's delivered before the bla- placeholder date, which is currently <laughs> listed as January 1st, 2030. Well. <laughs> I, I will, I will bet you any amount of money with one digit before the decimal that it, that it comes out before 2030. Um, plus, we'll be getting Breath of the Wild 2 soon so uh i think zelda fans are just happy that that all this stuff's coming out uh i'm sure they're it's going to be coming out relatively quickly uh i mean nintendo's trying to trying to make you know this this covid stuff is as easy on all of us as possible by giving us all these amazing amazing zelda games and that's not to even mention like the mario anniversary games that are coming out uh, and all the other stuff for switch but i'm i'm clearly very focused on zelda <laughs> <laughs> As as you should be. Um, so, yeah, there are also rumors about a Nintendo Switch Pro. Um, I'm just going to come right out and say it. We hate rumors here at Geek Prime. Uh, one of us works in news and is a, a day s- job. stickler about factual accuracy, so we try not to speculate too much. Although, I run the social. So, <laughs> sometimes I sneak in a couple rumor mill pieces here and there just because they're exciting and I like discussing them with you guys. Um, but anyway, Game Rant says that a reliable industry insider um, and well-known leaker, uh, which is just a really funny phrase, um, states that the I don't recent- know if I'd want to be a well-known leaker. Yeah. What- <laughs> Sounds... <laughs> Sounds, uh... Sat on his resume. Sounds moist. Bio or something. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, But uh, he states that the recent rumors about a Nintendo Switch Pro console revision are true. So this hypothetical Nintendo Switch Pro might be able to run games more efficiently at higher frame rates. It might have 4K support. We don't know. Um... Possibly, though, the weirdest part of the rumor is that the Switch Pro will strictly be a home console. So no more swapping between home console and handheld mode, which makes no sense to me, um, because isn't that why you buy a yeah, Switch? Yeah, why, why would it be called a Switch? It's yeah. called a Switch because you, you can switch. switch between handheld and console. See, I think we're getting trolled, actually. I, I Yeah, yeah. 
This... It's like the, uh, it's going to be like the, the Nintendo V or something. Hey, I got my news from Game Rant, so, <laughs> um, but yeah. Game Rant, we are going to call you out if, uh, if that's not accurate, and we are going to quietly try to take some of the credit if it is accurate. So <laughs> we're, I'm still going to be upset about it. If it is accurate, I'm going to be upset that it's called the Switch. Uh, give it another name. But yeah, make it a whole new console. I mean, for those of you guys who probably have more of an ear to the ground than I do, uh, let me know what you've been hearing and what you think. Hit me up on social where we can speculate about rumors far away from he who works in news. If if anyone <laughs> working for Nintendo wants to, you know, drop us a DM, uh, you know, just privately. That works, like, Hey, guys, too. check this out. We're, we're happy to report more accurate information. Uh, we're safe harbor. Come tell us. Um, so, so one thing I wanted to talk about too was discless gaming. Um, and and here's why I'm looking at that. GameStop is in trouble. I've seen tons of uh, of the the Ralph Wiggum "I'm in danger" meme uh, going around referring to GameStop. Uh, they've already closed a lot of physical stores. Uh, there used to be I used to be able to walk to two or three of them uh where we live in new york and then there's like a big one in in uh on 34th street uh in herald square uh and almost all of those have closed uh the herald Herald square is now just a think geek store um that kind of sells like five games maybe (laughs) um but uh yeah so everyone's basically watching to see when the chain dies uh, and the lower price point, uh, PlayStation Xbox consoles, as I said, are both discless. Uh, so a lot of, ser- and a lot of serious gamers I know, including our, our editor in chief, I'm going to call him out a little bit, uh, are downloading their games from the respective stores. Um, and you know, it's clear that that's what the console makers want you to do. Uh, since, uh, since you can't just toss a disc in and have it read anymore, even on the upgraded, uh, on the higher end models, you have to install the game. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, and I mean, some people have a little, a uh, little schadenfreude about it because, uh, there's, there's also the matter of, uh, of GameStop would buy your game from you, but it would only be worth like 50 cents. And when you bought it for $60, uh, you know, the, um, there are a lot of jokes about, you know, um, uh, GameStop, like selling some of its stores and someone, someone, uh, Decide to post. Mm, best I can do is, you know, buck fifty and uh, three dollars in store credit, uh, <laughs> which you know. Uh, Fair. But you know, pour one out soon, I guess. But anyway, let's talk about something that is really thriving, which is mobile gaming. It is huge, especially in the pandemic times, for obvious reasons. People can't go out and interact a lot, so they want to do things like. They want to do things that are social, like play with their friends. Mobile gaming is something that it uh, it doesn't matter, you know, which phone you have, as long as you've got the the same game, as long as the the game maker releases it for Android and iPhone, you're good to go. And I mean, in cases like Fortnite, it doesn't matter if you're on a phone, if you're on a PC, if you're on a console. I guess now it matters if you're on a phone because the whole fight between uh, between Epic Games and yeah, uh, and, and Google Apple. and Apple, yeah. But um, but regardless, the point stands. There's one particular game I'd really like to highlight. Uh, it's Among Us. It's not a new game. 
but it's so popular that the developers announced and then canceled a sequel because it got too popular to even bother making a sequel. So it first came out in 2018, had some modest downloads, wasn't a huge household name. Flash forward to 2020, some Twitch streamers, you know, as you do, Twitch streamers make things huge, uh, started playing it. And I think I know Ninja's playing it a lot with a bunch Mm -hmm. of his friends. So I I think he's one of the ones that uh, that that started this. Yeah, yeah. So. uh, So, yeah, you'll recognize you you, Kim will recognize it as similar to the Jackbox game. Push the button because we we I love push the button. We play Jackbox with with friends and family and uh, and I I particularly like push the button because uh, there is there is one particular person that I love trolling in push the button that I love insisting is an alien because she uh, she wrongly accused me of being an alien and i was shot out of the airlock the first time we played it um and uh i hope she's listened to our podcast because she knows who she is <laughs> um but anyway uh so in among us there are typically eight crew members and two imposters and there's just these little simple looking guys uh the crew has to do and but unlike unlike push the button where it's just like you're just trying to find the aliens in in among us you have to be if you're a crew member, you have to start prepping the ship. So you have to go around and do a bunch of tasks like fixing like broken wires, downloading navigational data, uh, turning on the engines, things like that. And but you also have to look for the imposters because the imposters will kill the crew members and sabotage the ship if they're not discovered. Huh. Uh, and so as this game started to explode, the developers thought, well, hey, let's make a sequel. Let, let's capitalize on this. But then it just got so big that they thought that, you know, forget the sequel. We'll scrap the sequel that we just announced and let's just improve this original version of the game. So that's what they're focused on right now is making um, a bigger, better, you know, among us one among us. The only, if you, if you guys are playing among us, if you're streaming it, drop me your, your stream key. I'd love to, I love to watch. I'd love to tune in and, and hang out with you. Cause and you would like it. Cause the guys are the, the little guys. You can put like hats on them, like tuxedos and oh, things cute. like that. So like my guy has a cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very fun. Yeah. So let us know what you'll be playing, what system or hardware you're most excited for. And if you are one of the many people playing among us. And just an announcement about next week. Next week's uh, podcast, like this one, is going to be dropping in a, in your feed a little bit late. We're going to be uh, doing a retrospective review-ish reaction to the series finale of The 100. So if you are not caught up on The 100, watch it. We are going to be watching the finale uh, live next week on Wednesday. So... You should watch it live. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Uh, we might include some of your tweets in the podcast. Uh, and yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Cool. And thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, check us out on Twitter at GeekPrimeX, all one word. Instagram at Geek.Prime. On Facebook and YouTube. And read features and articles at any time at Geek-Prime.